0: Hey, what person you know could use a little bit more encouragement? Yep, almost no one. You got that right. Welcome to my podcast. My name is Naomi Villeneuve. Here, you'll be hearing a word of encouragement every Wednesday. Please tune in. I believe God calls me to teach and encourage others with his gospel. And I'm leveraging the social media landscape. I hope to teach and disciple a whole generation of people in the place we're spending a lot of our time online. Be blessed and stay encouraged now. Praise the Lord. God is good all the time. God is good. Good. Thank you for tuning in. I am so glad that you are taking the time to um, hear the word of God, be encouraged by the word of God. This is good. It is a good thing. I'm encouraged by it as well to know that you are on the other side listening in. Wanted to continue with our series on forgiveness So today, Words of Encouragement is actually more of a summary of an article that I read. It's a Christian counseling um, article that summarizes some of the things um, that is necessary to help encourage us and propel us to forgiving ourselves. So not only are we, um, we have received forgiveness from God and Because we have received forgiveness from him, we are able to forgive others when they trespass against us. We also need to forgive ourselves, right? We need to forgive ourselves. We are not off the hook because we too know we are not perfect. As our neighbors are not perfect, friends are not perfect, our families are not perfect. So are we not perfect? So we need to be able to forgive ourselves because sometimes we mess up, right? I mess up sometimes. And I'm honest enough to say that, yo, Naomi, you have messed up. Mm -hmm. And so I have to look back at myself and forgive me for when I messed up. All right. So we're going to just dive in. Um, You know, the article started letting us know that it is human nature to be too easy on ourselves to justify why we do what we do, even though we know better. And at times, we also can be too hard on ourselves condemning ourselves. So this is where we've taken this. This is not about when we're giving ourselves a free ticket, a free ride. This is about the time when we are hard on ourselves, when we call ourselves stupid, when we say things to ourselves we shouldn't say, like, girl, how could you have done this? How could you have put yourself in this situation? How did you get there? You know, that kind of um, place where we are really hard on ourselves and we begin to condemn ourselves. But there is hope. The Word of God tells us in 1 John 1 verse 9, if we confess our sins, God is faithful. He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Hallelujah. Now, God is willing to forgive us. We have better put ourselves in a situation in a place to forgive ourselves. You understand? There is hope to know that the Lord who created the heaven and the earth is willing to forgive us our sins is willing to forgive us the mess that we have placed ourselves in and then how are we going to hold grudge, grudge and not forgive ourselves the creator is willing to forgive us so we need to ask him to give us strength and strength and discernment to be able to forgive ourselves um the article address forgiveness Forgiving oneself, you know, of the sins, and also address God's hearts for those of us who are in the situation where we we find ourselves being harsh, harsh, harsh with our, with ourselves because we cannot forgive. Um, you know, the basis for forgiving ourselves is is the kindness and compassion of God for us. Through Jesus Christ, according to Ephesians 4, verse 32. That's the basis of it. All who are in Jesus are freed. Thank you, Jesus, for freeing us. We are free from condemnation, right? And free to love. The word of God, let us know we are free from condemnation. Romans 8 verse 1. And we are free to love Galatians 5 verse 13. We are free from condemnation and including self-condemnation. And we are free to love, including giving ourselves the love that much deserve. We need to love ourselves into forgiveness. Amen. We are meant to display the mercies of God as sinners forgiven of their sins. And, you know, and that's include ourselves. We are part of that package. Not only are we meant to display the mercy of God as sinner who have been forgiven with others when they trespass against us, but we are meant to do it to ourselves as well. You know what I mean? That is a testimony of God loves. We know God forgives. And so we forgive ourselves, okay? So extending the grace and that kindness to ourselves and others is, is a transformation of God effects on us. You know, he gave it to us. We receive his grace and we receive his kindness. Um, This is only possible. It is only possible for those who accept that Jesus has set us free from the power of sins and the tyranny of self-rule, the oppression of evil. According to Galatians 5 verse 1, that's possible to be gentle with ourselves, to expert, to, to be able to have forgiveness for ourselves, you know, is because we have accepted, is because Jesus has set us free from the power of sin and we have except that he has set us free you know from that tyranny of self-rule oppressions of all evil it's evil to hate ourselves it's evil to not want to forgive ourselves so we need to be free from that feeling free from these condemnations amen and then um i love this verse John 8, verse 36, let us knows whom the Son has set free is free indeed. Do you understand? Whom Jesus has set free is free indeed. Now, we have been set free, you know, by the sacrifice that Jesus have done on the cross. He died for our sins. He died for what we have done wrong. Whom the Son has set free so that we can be free. We are not only redeemed, we are free, free from the sins. Whom the Son has set free is free and dead. Indeed. And that's the starting point of experiencing God's forgiveness. It starts right there. God has, Jesus has set us free. God sent his one and only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, so that you and I are set free. Amen. And so the article then went in to tell us, um, shared with with us, four keys to forgiving ourselves. Um, So I'm not a counselor or therapist, Christian or otherwise, you know what I mean? I'm just a woman of God who wants to encourage you. But when I was reading this article, I thought, why not? Why not, you know, take um, the word of wisdom that I see that they have here and then share it with you. So the article let us know There are um, about four keys to forgiving oneself. And the first one that they addressed was clarifying responsibility. We need to make sure that we know who is responsible, you know, and for the transgression. So we need to clarify, clarifying responsibility. Sometimes we blame ourselves for our own suffering when it is others' who actually are responsible. It's very common. The article let us know among survivors of childhood abuse or childhood trauma. There are things that we keep blaming ourselves that did not start with us. It started with others who trespass against us, who hurt us in our childhood. And a lot of us can speak to that. A lot of us can relate to that, that we've been hurt. In our childhood, in the most um in this in that time period of our life where we were most vulnerable and most innocent, those who we trust to keep us keep keep us safe did not, and that caused abuse and caused childhood trauma you know we can experience self content for being vulnerable to trust to wanting to be loved or you know, even experiencing some kind of pleasure or affirmation while being abused. You know, I just want to remind somebody out there in the article also let us know, children are never responsible for what adults do. So if you are someone who's a victim, who's a survivor, a survivor of childhood abuse or of any type of abuse, you know, you are not responsible for what some someone else has done. So as a child, you were not responsible for what the adult did in your lives, okay? And as an adult, for others who may have hurt you, because, you know, abuse continue, not just from childhood, but sometimes it's marital abuse, domestic abuse happening in the home, other people taking advantage of it. We are not responsible for the action, for what they have done to us, okay? Um, so as adult, the other article continued to say that many of us have like an inborn false responsibility um, all our lives because of the trauma of childhood abuse um, that has not been understood and it's not healed. You know, we struggle with defining what, you know, is resp- what we are responsible for and what we are not responsible for okay and sometimes people discover that they need to go through counseling and they sometimes they need to go to counseling and they don't know it yet you know a place where we need to process the anger the anger we may have at the perpetrator um because of what they did um so therefore we end up projecting and displacing anger um, onto people who are not the one who perpetrate us. Sometimes it's just because they trigger us. Whether it's ourselves or others, um, we are triggered by memories of the past abuse and then we express anger. We express certain negative feeling that may not have to do um with 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 ourselves or with other people. It just instead it has to do with what other did to us. Okay. Um so the article was letting us know that many times we need to have compassion for our younger selves, like Naomi, you need compassion for you know the younger Naomi, the no, no, younger you, that we need to have compassions for our younger selves, okay and and stop wrongly blaming ourselves. When we do that we prolong our healing when we should have been healed instead we're still in hurts we prolong the healing process okay we postpone having to grieve and forgive the choice of others like yeah i grieve for what was done to me i grieve that another person you know whom i trust whether in my childhood or whether it's now I grieve. Like, why would you do that? How could you have done that? And also move on to the next level where I can forgive you for what you have done to me. Because last time we were talking about forgiving others and what it means to forgive others and what it means to release it, to let it go, to not let it have power over you. Okay? It's a hard thing for us to face our pain. It is very hard. And I am not talking here and taking this lightly, saying this to you, encouraging you. It is hard to face our pain. And a lot of times, so it seems easier, you know, to just take the blame for it and just, you know. But the article, as I said, was encouraging us to have compassion for self and to exercise self-forgiveness. Because in doing that, it start with, you know, And doing that, we are free. And to do that, it starts with clarifying responsibility. Who's responsible for your pain? This pain that you are feeling. Not to say that we ourselves don't do silly things and don't do things that are not appropriate. We do. We know when we messed up. But a lot of time, not practicing self-forgiveness, you know, forgiving ourselves, it usually comes because, you know what? We're taking blames for someone else misdeed. And so the article wanted us to take the time, you know, practice some um, emotional intelligence, identify why am I feeling what I'm feeling? Where did it come from? And in, in doing so that we can actually begin to know who really hurt me, me, somebody else. And if it's someone else, I need to forgive them and I need to stop self-condemning me. All right. Okay. Then the second thing I saw in the article that I wanted to share with you about forgiving um, ourselves was renouncing pride and worldly grief over our pain. You know, pride will let us tell us God can't forgive you. I am beyond grace. Sometimes an unwillingness to forgive oneself is a matter of pride as well. Because you're thinking, I can earn God's favor and that of others if I do this, if I do that, if I am better, if I do a little better, if I do this. You know what I mean? You begin to look for a quid, pro quo kind of scenario. Um, and then that's how you deal with the situation. That's pride. Self-justification, the article tells us, is the universal spiritual disease leading to spiritual death. And that's based on Romans 6 verse 23, actually. Self-condemnation leads to spiritual death. For godly grief produce a repentance, my friends, that leads to salvation without regrets whereas worldly grief produced death, according to Second Corinthians 7, verse 10. Godly grief produced repentance that leads to salvation without regrets, whereas worldly grief produced death. Renouncing both pride and worldly self-condemning grief over sin open us to receiving God's forgiveness and grace, the basis for giving oneself, okay? We will forgive ourselves once we receive God's forgiveness as well and his grace because we know we don't deserve forgiveness, but God' grace grant us forgiveness, and so therefore we receive it in Jesus' name. The article also pointed out on... Um, That seeking repair, amends, or reconciliation. That's another key to forgiving oneself. We seek to repair, make amends, and also uh, reconcile. God's forgiveness gives us a desire, you know, because of God's forgiveness. We have the desire to seek, to repair, to make amends, to pursue reconciliation with others whom we have hurt, or who have hurt us, when we acknowledge our responsibility and impacts on others as adult, ask for and experience the forgiveness of others, repair broken relationships. Our own experience of God's love and forgiveness is depend is depend through the grace of the one we have hurt. It depend through the grace of the one we have hurt. When we experience the forgiveness of God in others, we can extend it more easily to ourselves as well. Um, if you looked at in um, Ephesians 4 verse 32, we will find that experiencing God's forgiveness in others means that it's become easier for us to forgive ourselves as well. Isn't that great? It's a great article, which I will cite a little bit later in detail for you. And lastly, the article also said to us, you know, as we are one of the another keys to forgiving ourselves is we have we need to love courageously. Love with courage. Hmm. You know, courage is not the absence of fear. Courage is actually Doing what needs to be done despite how scary a situation is. So loving despite how scary it is to give love. Hmm. Jesus identified loving God and neighbor as the two greatest commandments. Okay. Love requires courage and boldness because love costs us. It does. Love costs. It opens us to possible suffering. Love costs because we make sacrifices, right? And in, in doing those sacrifices, we are we become vulnerable. We are open to possible suffering because of the love, because of the sacrifice, because of sometimes unwicked love. When others choose not to give it back, not to reciprocate the love back. And also because of misunderstanding. So when we choose to love, on the other side of it, we, we may find ourselves sacrificed, making a lot more sacrifice than we probably intended to. So it costs us. That's a heavy burden right there. The sacrifice we have to offer to love. You know, as parents, the sacrifices that we put out there to love our children is not just saying I love you but all the sacrifice to take care of them, sometimes to do without for ourselves in order to make sure that our children receive and get. The unwickered love, you know, you could love someone and they don't love you back and you don't find love. Love is not reciprocated. Whether it's a spouse, you know, significant others. Um, Misunderstanding. When you love because our emotions are involved, Sometimes you know we say something and it's interpreted differently, and sometimes others may say or do something and we interpret in a different way um, from their intentions, and that can lead to misunderstanding, right? All right. So because of that, it put us like in a level of being more vulnerable, you know, even as we deepen our connection. The more connected you are to someone, the more you offer love. That's been the more connected you are, it leaves you to a place that can be more vulnerable. So the article let continue to let us know. Because, you know, I'm injecting here and there as well. As I'm trying to paraphrase and go over the article um with you, I'm also putting some bit of a little bit insight. But this is straight from the article. Sometime, our refusal to forgive ourselves is a justification for self-protection from further pain. But love and intimacy are only possible when we are vulnerable to being hurt again. (laughs) That's a tough call, but it is what it is. In spite of past sin, both our own sins, in the sins of others against us we are always faced with the choice of how to live now love is kind not only to others but to self love keeps no records of wrong not only of others but of our own first Corinthians 13 verse 4 to 5 define love for us okay as the failure to forgive ourselves hinders our love of others, so our love for others can facilitate self-forgiveness. Okay? The failure to forgive ourselves can stop, it can hinder, can put a block to our love for others. And our love for others can help us to self forgive we kind of need each of each one we need to self forgive to love and we need to love to also self forgive okay we need both we need both of these things so i'm encouraging someone out there to love with courage connect again with um, courage that's part of the healing process. For one who is able to love with courage, who's willing to be vulnerable as well, you are putting yourself in, a, in, the, in the route, in the road to self-forgive yourself. Seek to repair. Seek to make amends and seek to reconcile with others. You know, If you are the one who trespass against others, let's make repair let's make a man, let's reconcile, let's ask for forgiveness, and let's do right by those we did wrong, let's correct our way, that's what we need to be doing, we need to renounce pride and worldly grief over our sins, pride that's, you know, that's saying that God can't forgive me, no, God's willing to forgive, it's pride, pride, the other side of disobedience, When we think we know better than the word of God and what God is saying himself. God already know all have sins and come short of the glory. But in spite of that, he still sinned. He's one and only begun son that whosoever believe in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. That's the benefit. Everlasting life of those who are forgiven. Hallelujah and Mm -hmm. so taking the attitude that that God can't forgive me I'm beyond grace mm, that's pride that's worldly gift you know punishing ourselves oh I'm so bad I can't earn God's favor I will never earn the love of others no that's self condemnation that's worldly gift and Also, make sure we clarify who's responsible for the hurt. Don't carry burden that's not yours to carry. Others have hurt us, let us forgive them. But don't beat yourself around the bush. Don't continue on beating yourself down because of trespass that others have committed against you. Because of abuse that others, oh, I deserve this. It's my fault, they did this to me, no. Because of childhood trauma or even present trauma. Trauma doesn't just happen when we innocent infants or when we're children. No, trauma happened even today. Grown, no better. You know, as much as we try to protect ourselves, sometimes our interaction with others can result in trauma. And we can go around saying, you know what, I deserve this. Like it's my fault they treated me like this. No. An abuse is an abuse. A hurt is a hurt. And let's not carry the burden for them and saying it's my fault and you won't forgive yourself. Because you think like I did this. I caused this. I caused this. No. We are not responsible for another's action. We are responsible to forgive them. But we are not responsible for their action. So forgive yourself. So I encourage you today. I encourage you today to make sure that you are, you know, seeking forgiveness of self. God forgives you. You can forgive yourself as well. You know, God loves you. Love yourself. Amen. Be. Stay in the faith. Stay in the faith. Stay in the faith. Father God, I'm just going to pray Mm -hmm. for someone out there who may be feeling that they are not worthy and have been beating themselves around the bush. They've been beating on themselves, being so hard on themselves, not forgiving themselves because they think they are responsible for what others have commit against them what wrong others have committed themselves i pray O oh father god that you may give them freedom for the word of god says whom you have set free is free indeed let them be free father god from that false father god um truth for the false you know belief that they may have that they are responsible for past hurt, they are responsible for past trauma, or present trauma, or present hurts, oh Father God, that others have committed against them, I pray, oh Father God, for someone out there, oh Lord, that they may release, Father God, pride, pride belief, where they think, oh Lord, that you cannot forgive them, that they are beyond grace, they cannot be loved, oh Father God, when in truth, Father God, that you love them so much, that you send your one and only begotten Son, Jesus christ to die on the cross for us oh lord and that we are loved with an everlasting love oh father god i pray oh father god they will be free from that i pray father god that someone out there oh lord will begin to forgive themselves by seeking father god to repair what they have done wrong father god to make amends father god to someone they have trespassed against us because we we all have come short, Father God, of the glory. None of us are perfect, Father God. There are moments, Father God, we cause the hurt. We cause the harm. And when we do, Father God, we need to seek repair. We need to make amends. We need to seek to reconcile, Father God, with one another. And I pray, Father God, someone out there will be free, oh Father God, to seek, Father God, to make amends and to reconcile, Father God, with the brothers and sisters whom they have hurt, oh Lord, Father God. I pray, Father God, that we will have built the courage father god to love oh father god for you call us to love you are love itself father god through you we can love not only can we love others father god boldly but we can love ourselves oh father god forgiveness start with love father god we need to love father god i pray father god for anyone out there oh lord who's afraid of being vulnerable again, Father God, cause they have been hurt, Father God, and being hurt is not an easy thing, Father God. Going to trauma, that's not an easy thing, Father God. Instead, they want to protect their heart, and we understand, Father God, why they might want to protect their heart. We understand, Father God, why we want to, why someone out there want to shield themselves, oh God, but we pray for them, oh Lord Jesus, that you may give them the ability again to love and love with courage, O oh Father God. Hallelujah. Help them to love with courage, oh, Father God, to know that forgiveness also required to love with forgiveness, with, with courage, Father God, because when we love, Father God, when we love according to 1 Corinthians 13, Father God, we are keeping no records of wrong, Father God. We are being kind, Father God, to others and to ourselves, Father God. We're keeping no record of wrong both for ourselves and for others, oh Father God. That's what it takes, Father God, to love, oh Father God. We cannot hold on Father God to the past sins Father God but instead we will release it oh Father God release it Father God so that the the ability to love Father God the ability to embrace love in its true form Father God can dominate our hearts oh Lord wherever they are whoever they are Lord Jesus I pray for my brothers I pray for my sisters Father God that they may be blessed and that they may stay in her rage glory to god amen now if you had enjoyed this article that i was kind of like summarizing from you again it came from seattle christian counseling um it was published in february february 13 2018 so a couple of years back so if you google the um this article the key to forgiving yourself you will find it and you can dive in more. I'm sure they have other great articles that um, can benefit you, um, that you need. Um, and I'm also praying and for you and encouraging anybody out there who's dealing with, um, you know, um unforgiveness for selves and you seem to be in a rot. not only i'm encouraging you to seek the lord in prayer but seek those that the lord has given wisdom as well to help you out where there is a christian counselor that's out there <clears throat> excuse me that you need to you know connect with because there are times we are so hard on ourselves Yes, we can be and we are the one who's stopping our own healing because we're not, you know, acknowledging the things we need to acknowledge. And sometimes you just might need some help, you know, so pray pray and God will reveal pray and God will show you the way pray so that God can give you enlightenment and then the enlightenment might just be to reach out to a Christian counselor who can give guidance or who can help you out work out through some of the issue work out through some of the negative emotion the anger work out through the moments that um the things that trigger you the moments that can trigger you so you can work out through them it is good to to talk it is good to seek counsels and then so i'm encouraging somebody out there to just go ahead and do it not only you know if you have the opportunity to check in the um article but seek the help that you need first at the foot of the father on your knees before the lord and when i mean on your knees i'm simply making reference to taking a posture of humility you don't have to physically go on your knees. If you need to, go ahead. If you don't have the moment to do so, whatever. I am talking about instead of the posture of kneeling before the Lord to say, here I am, Lord. I don't know what to do. So first seeking help to the Lord in a humble spirit, in a humble posture before the Lord. And then you know what? Seek some help. If it's the help is professional help that you need, They are Christian counselor who can help you. It's biblical, you know, we would use biblical wisdom as well to help you out. All right. I pray for you. I love you. Again, be blessed and stay encouraged. Hello, family. It is my heartfelt prayer that today's word was an encouragement to you, that you received something from it, that it equipped you, it edify you, and just made your day a little better. Um, I want to go ahead and encourage you to subscribe to my podcast so that you can receive notification when new segments are added. I also want to encourage you to share the link that you are listening to with a friend, with a family member, so that they too can receive a word of encouragement. You never know. Someone in your circle just may need to hear the word that you just hear today. Go ahead, share the link with them. Be blessed and stay encouraged.